Welcome to episode two of Totally Pinball. I am your host, Johnny Pinball. All right, what's new in the news? Well, it looks like the Suez Canal is no longer blocked, so that must mean good news for Deep Root Pinball. Let's take a look and see what they're up to. All right, I'm looking uh, at the Deep Root thread now. It looks like they've delivered on their promise to release an update. And it looks like the update is there will be no updates for six weeks. So if you're expecting anything meaningful out of Deep Root, it's just more delays. In that thread, there is a discussion between Jerry Stellenberg and Ben Heck about LED lights. I think this is rather funny because it looks like Ben Heck is super serial. That serial is the way to go. Of course, we just heard a Ben Heck interview on the Pinball Network with Matt Morrison. Definitely check out that episode, TPS Interviews, Episode 2. During that interview, we learned that Ben Heck's game looks like it's going to be delayed until 2022 over at CGC. He also let loose that he's developing a new controller board for Spooky Pinball, and we may see it in the upcoming June game from them. This controller board is said to cost less than a Stern Note board, but it wasn't clear if this is after the recent price drop of the Stern Note boards or the prior price. And of course, any manufacturer is welcome to license this technology from Ben Heck, unless you're Deep Root. Finally, Ben Heck uh, let loose a few nuggets about his upcoming game. It's going to have a upper play field and some sort of rotating mech. This should be interesting to see what he comes up with. Rotating mech makes me think of the Bride of Pinbot, and more recently Stern's House of Horrors with the spinning attic on the top of the house and the deadhead crypt on the lower play field. Another nugget of news dropped on a recent episode of the Eclectic Gamers podcast was Dennis Creasel of TPN was asked by a major pinball manufacturer whether he'd be okay to sign an NDA to consult on a video game licensed theme pinball. Does this sound like something Stern, Jersey Jack, CGC, American Pinball, or Spooky Pinball would consider? I think right away we can rule out Stern Pinball. They deal with major licenses all the time, and I don't think they would need to have a kind of outside device from just a, a podcaster. I'd also rule out Jersey Jack Pinball because they're still backed up with their Guns N' Roses production, and then we know that Toy Story's in the pipeline, so they're backed up for many years. I don't think they would also need any help selling games. Um, if we think to Spooky now, well, Spooky's got their next game coming out in June, and then they typically are booked up for a year. I don't believe it was Spooky Pinball either. It looks like they've got their ducks in a row already and have a plan. Hmm. Then CGC, the wild card, right? Maybe that's why they're delaying, but if this was a recent, he didn't say how recent ago this was, but if this was a recent ask, then that probably wouldn't be CGC because they haven't had a game in out in, what, almost two years. So I would think they wouldn't want to delay any more. But we do know an original theme is coming from them. That would also rule out like a licensed video game property. So that kind of leaves by process of elimination American Pinball. We know that American Pinball struggled with sales. And what better way to jumpstart sales coming out of the gate with a hot video game property like Halo, maybe Legend of Zelda, Mario, Red Dead Redemption, maybe Grand Theft Auto. You never know. What we do know is American Pinball needs a hit theme. And maybe Super Monkey Ball, the pinball, is just what they need. All right, moving on. We've been hearing still rumblings in the Stern and Jersey Jack camp of playfield issues. We've seen a few posts and maybe even a few notable podcasters who've had warped playfields on their Led Zeppelins. 
And there's been reports still that Jersey Jacks, Guns N' Roses games are still having the pooling and even chipping on some of the models out there. Pooling and chipping is nothing new. We've seen this on almost all of JJP's past games. So at this point, it's just kind of getting tiring, hearing about it. Maybe it's just a fact of life that they're just not going to create a play field like they used to in the 90s. Or maybe it's because they can't. I'm going to play you an excerpt from the Puppet Pals podcast on their theory on why pinball play fields aren't what they used to be. The diamond plate coat, the pinball armor of fortitude. Think about all the clear coat issues we see today in pinball machines. Don't you think it's odd that no one can seem to solve the clear coat problem? It's because this relic, the diamond plate coat, was displaced. First, Williams hoarded the coat to themselves, trying to control its power. But with it being stolen, its powers faded and left the hobby completely lost in the dust. That's why we're still having all these playfield issues. We've got no fortitude. What we do know is Spooky Pinball seems to have this figured out. So maybe we need to send our pals down to Benton, Wisconsin to check out their process. And speaking of the pals, I hope Zicario's okay. I need to hear from him soon. I'm scared to learn what Punchy's up to with him. Alright, that's all the news I can think of right now. Now the next part of the show, I have a special guest on. Pinball Land, let's welcome our special guest tonight, David Fixed of American Pinball. Welcome, David Fix. Great to be here on this uh, beautiful podcast, and uh, I'm happy to be a part of this. And I joke, I joke. It's not actually David Fix. It's actually Dr. Phil. Welcome, Dr. Phil. Hey, hey, Johnny Pinball, is that you? You can squeeze a turnip, but doesn't mean anyone's going to drink the juice. Wiser words never spoken, Dr. Phil. Thank you. All right, my real guest is actually a cousin of mine. His name is Zach, and we're going to hear from him right now. Welcome to the show, Zach. Man, that took you a long time to tell me who I am. Well... We're going to have to rename you right off the bat because there's other Zacks in the pinball industry right now. Oh, please tell me. We have... I am this, uninformed. Yeah, there's like this guy named Zach Sharp, mm-hmm. who I think is something to do with the IFPA. Okay. So okay. kind of famous. Mm-hmm. And then we have Zach Many mm-hmm. of the tin, the Tinball Network, the Pinball Network fame. Have you heard? Gathered. I have not heard. Okay. Hello, Zachs. I'm glad you are Zachs. I am also a Zach. So Zach to the third here. Will mm. now be Cousin Z because he's my Z. cousin. Ah, Cousin Z. Has a nice ring to it. I like it. It's I nice, like a good it. ring. Now, Cousin Z. Yes, Johnny we are Pinball. Broad- Thank you. Yes, we are broadcasting live on tape here at Studio 16, just north of Madison, and that would be northeast of Spooky Pinball's international headquarters. Ooh. I know. I hear they're expanding for a fifth time. Care to comment? Care to comment? Spending. What do you mean by expanding for expanding a fifth time? Expanding their pinball factory. Oh. What are they? How can you expand five times? Well, when you start small, there's but, room to grow. I, well, not necessarily. Do you, are they just putting additions on this building? Uh, haven't been there, but I think they're just uh, doubling in size. To get the ball rolling, <laughs> let's flip this into gear. Look at that. And today's topic is top five pinball dream themes. Top five. Yeah, that's not a pinball cliche. I'm sorry. So top five. Is done by every pinball podcast, so I figured on our second episode here on the Totally Pinball Podcast, we would go over our top five oh, to please. give us some sort of content. Sounds nice. Lovely. Lovely. Okay. So I wrote mine down in order, mm-hmm. and I'm going to start with my number five, and then hopefully you give me one. 
Well, I'll give you one, but mine aren't in order. That'll okay. be the joy of mine. Okay, great. I have no idea what, what Cousin Z picked, and I don't think you know mine. Do you? I know of one of your okay. choices. So a little bit spoiled. So pinball, we'll start with pinball machines that have already been made that I like recently, and that is going to be uh, Rick and Morty Spooky Pinball. came out. I mean, you talked about it a lot ago. on your first episode, so that, that came out a bit. Yeah, I mean, it's just a perfect game mm. for a game. Perfect game. My only, my only problem with that is you'll never get to play it because it's Spooky Pinball only made 750 of them. So how could it be your favorite game if you've never played it? Well, there is a location here in Madtown mm. that has one, mm. but I don't live in Madtown. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. Mm. So, I mean, it's a fun game. I mean, that's why they're expanding, I assume, so they can actually make more games for the masses. I surely hope so. That sounds like fun. I want to play Rick and Morty. Yeah, I mean, you got the callouts. It's It's all that. It's the bee's knees. I've got no... You haven't played it, have you? No. Okay. No, I have no frame of reference beyond I've watched the show and I like the show. Well, so all of my games, uh, I'm just going to say that I wish Stern Pinball would make because Stern Pinball makes all, or, you know, they make the lowest price game, so it's most likely to be out in location and able to be played. If any of the other companies make the game, you'll never see it. Mm. So these are my dream themes that I want to be able to play. Mm -hmm. I can't afford to buy one of these games, so I'm going to be playing it on location. All right. Do you want to have the honors? Of the, the number five? Of number five. Number five. Okay, okay. Let me let me just get this out on the, in the air a little bit. I am actually not well-informed in pinball. I love myself some pinball. But you can talk to me like I'm the new guy because I don't know pinball like you know pinball. Now, my fifth choice has actually been made, but not as a pinball machine, but as Ooh. an emulated pinball game. Is this 3D Pinball Space Cadet? I'm... So sorry. No, this is a popular culture thing. Back when I was a wee boy on the Game Boy Color, Pokemon Pinball. Oh, I like out. this already. Pokemon Pinball was a really successful game, and it was a one-off that never came back, and I don't know why because it sold quite a few copies, and Pokemon is on fire right now. And I'm not necessarily into all the Pokemon right now, but I like the idea of you know expanding pinball to maybe get a few of the kids in. I don't mean to make it more than the niche it is, but to bring a little bit of blood so that we can have more options for pinball. I mean, nothing would bring in more people than a Nintendo franchise. True, true. So, so the idea is actually very similar to how it was in the Game Boy Color game where you are collecting Pokemon. And I'd say it'd be, you know, a multi-tiered game where you two try levels. to... Two levels, okay. yes where you are trying to capture wild Pokemon and see how many you can get, and a random element would be random captures to, you know, change up the point values a little bit. That could, that could be a fun thing, kind of like an RNG, random number generator, if you're not. If you're aware. not in the know, of course. Yeah, okay. I knew that, okay. of course. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But we're explaining this to our audience. Okay, you're number five. Go, go. Well, you're making me look like I did no prior research because that was a good explanation. I picked Napoleon Dynamite, the film from 2004. <laughs> ah, tell me. Well, you had great ideas on what the layout would be. I'm just thinking, what would I like to see? Because mm -hmm. I'm not that creative. I'm visualizing what it would be. That's for the designers to figure out. I get it. I get it. But what, what kind of elements do you see in a Napoleon Dynamite pinball game? Exactly. So when I think back on that movie, which is a hazy memory, it's an old movie. It is an old. I watched it recently, and... It's, it's got things uh, that I really remember shine. liking are the brother Kip mm, and mm -hmm, his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. um, Call outs would be fun. Yeah. If you could get, 
I mean, are they famous actors or are they kind of they're kind of eh, not not so much anymore, but uh it's I still feel like it's got some staying power. Yeah, we could get Kip and LaFonda in there. And then Uncle Rico, I mean, he's his character is just too funny. <laughs> they really do have great call-outs. I love them very much. I love them and I, I like it that they wouldn't I don't feel like it'd be so much like memes today cuz memes I thought about that as a, a possible theme, but that'd be terrible because a memes meme memes die the second they're born. Wait. You like it for all of one so click. Shoot, I need the cross-off number four, which oh. is going to be a Rick Astley pinball machine. Thank okay. you very much. <laughs> we can still get there. <laughs> as long as you don't continue on in, like, old gifts of memes. And, oh, my gosh, it'd be like pop-ups the game. Yeah, and then, as if you listen to episode one, Ozone was on my list, too. I'm crossing that off now, oh, too. Hold on, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you're, you're going through the list too fast. Number four. Well, we don't quite have to jump to number four just yet because we're still thinking about Napoleon Dynamite. Okay, okay. So call-outs are a big thing. Cool. Just what what would the play be, though? Yeah, I don't know. Fan layout, two flippers. Could this just be a flow game? Mm -hmm. I feel like the ending or uh, an attainable but somewhat hard mm -hmm. mode would have to be his dance. I mean, missions. What could, what could be some fun missions? You could you could follow the movie, but there was a series, too. You got the you vote for Pedro somehow. Vote for Pedro will be That's there. right. There was an animated series. And it lasted for like, what, just one, one season? One, possibly two seasons. I didn't watch it, even though I, I didn't but know it existed. that's assets to pull from if Stern is too cheap, like they always are, mm. to get the movie rights. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's something there, at least. There's something there. And then you got, I mean, you've got the tater tot line. I don't mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. um, if you think back to the South Park pinball, have you played that? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. All right. That game... <laughs> Has some decent call outs. You've got you've got like Mr. Hanky mm -hmm. in there. It was a season one base game. Oh man. So like you hit random targets That's and Mr. Rough. Hanky will just be like, Hi <laughs> do you believe in miracles? Just funny stuff like that. Oh man. Like you could just have random stand ups be like something with the tots or mm -hmm. vote Pedro, just the random clips could be hit with the stand ups if you hit them. Man, I think a modern South Park. I didn't have a I didn't have a fifth. I had four. Okay. So there's my there's my number four right there. Okay. South Park remade. Pinball. Remade because they've they've done a lot in the the media sector. They've made two video games now. They've went off and did their musical, the Mormon musical. I don't know what else they really can well, do. The South Park movie. The well the movie there's been a few South Park movies. And uh man, what would they do with pinball? That would be fun to give them some creative freedom because I feel like they do it. Like Justin Roiland, uh Trey Parker and no, it was uh, Trey Stone, Matt Parker, uh, something like that. The names are right. Are they in the right order? I'm not I, sure. <laughs> I might be way off, but they themselves like to have some uh, creative liberties in what they do. And I feel like if you gave them the keys, they'd be willing to do it because they don't really need the money at this point. I think they'd be willing to try. Yeah, I think in that relationship, the kind of like ball and chain might be Comedy Central mm. for the rights of that. Maybe, maybe. But giving them uh, carte blanche for a free new franchise with their own comedy style, I think they could knock it out of the park. They already did it with the the musical. No one knew what the musical was going to be. The, exactly. Uh, what was it? The Mormon musical? The Book of Mormon. The Book of Mormon. That, that one was a completely original story, and that was that was well done. Would you say South Park is better than remaking Simpsons for a third time? <laughs> I have to say yes. Okay. What about a game that hasn't been made, Futurama? Futurama, man. I feel like that could be a lot of fun. 
I haven't seen Futurama. I'm, I really got to rewatch a lot okay. of it. I'm just thinking of other animated shows that are popular on Fox. I mean, you've got um, Bob's, Bob's Burgers. Burgers. Yep. There you go. Man, well, that, that's kind of it for. And there was a, there, I mean, there was a Family Guy pin yeah, already. I mean, there's Archer as well, but that's not Fox, is it? All right, well, that's a solid number four. Same voice actor though. Exactly. Yeah. No change in voice either. I, that's, it's like so me saying, about hey, it. I'm Johnny Pinball. Then I go, hey, I'm Michael. You know, no change. <laughs> no change. <laughs> oh, I right. like that. Yeah, so my number four is not as high as it would be on other people's list. It's Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Now, that could be interesting because there's a lot of different locations you could play with. Eight movies to choose from. Seven books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just don't make eight pinball machines, please. Now, others in the industry might say that's a great great revenue stream Man, i'm making eight games i've got eight years mm-hmm. worth of games in the can uh, ka-ching 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 I, I eight feel limited like editions at ten thousand dollars each the curse oh is though getting the rights to it because they're still making stuff in the harry potter universe right now yes and she I'm, is uh, known to at least publicly in the past say she's not a big fan of pinball yeah i don't know what to say about that but I, i'm more worried about getting the rights that'd be well, they did get the Beatles a few years ago, mm. and they say that's the hardest one to get. Really? The done. Beatles? I feel, no, I don't feel, feel the Beatles were the hardest to get because the Beatles have become so mainstream, and they, they don't care about the money now. But uh, Disney, I think Disney would be just a Well, they do have a relationship with Disney. When I say they, I mean Stern Pinball because uh. that's who I want to make these games. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done Star Wars mm-hmm. in 2017, I believe. Right, yeah. They've done Tron. I believe that's a Disney franchise. I'd be interested. It's to an see. oldie. It's like a 2011. Mm, I feel like they would put in just the old uh, Snake game, the Tron game. <laughs> yes, I actually played that yesterday. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's very okay. That's the best way to describe it. It looks better than it plays. Mm, that's that's Tron in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, the movies. Yeah, I'd say the same thing about the movie. I think. Same thing about actually, if you were in Tron. Yeah. I wouldn't want to die that way anyways anyway back back to the potter land here so obviously there's a this is a game that you would have a high bill of material probably to make it how you want so that's bomb mm-hmm. for those not in the know mm-hmm. and like you need a castle hogwarts i would I think wonder if you could do the entire thing in the castle because the castle moves is the entire idea right. of the franchise at different points it there's parts of it that I don't remember the parts of the thing. interior change. Mm. So that maybe could be on the back box LCD display. Mm-hmm. The Marauders map mode. The How thing, cool the that's thing you're a never hurry up for sure. You'll never be able to watch. You it have though. to. Sp- I 100% agree, but that's a conversation <laughs> for another <laughs> okay, time. Okay, okay, okay. So you have to spell. I solemnly swear I'm up to no good. Okay, maybe you don't have to spell that. That is somehow, a long wow. You somehow have to get that mode activated. I think you just have to like to hit the, the four map. names for the Marauders map, and there you go. Okay. I like that. They could be four targets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's how you complete the mode, is you get all that figured out. I don't know. Would maybe, that make maybe. sense to complete the mode when mm-hmm. you're actually saying the line to get the map to work? Mm-hmm. Probably doesn't make sense. Mm. You got to have a whomping willow. So you're going to do the outside <laughs> and the inside. There I think go. on a slingshot, like well, a, the whomping like a willow, yeah, plastic. That, that would be a great physical thing you could add that would move and actually smack. It could do something. Yeah, the kickback. Have a kickback. Mm. Okay. That's something Ooh, that Stern has never done. That could a be a spinner type thing. A spinner? Okay. Um, there's so many movies, so I also think of like um, how they had the defensive against dark arts teacher that was different every year. Mm-hmm. 
So maybe something with that. That'd be mission based where you go through all the defense <laughs> and then Snape is the last one. <laughs> right. Good old and he Snape. never and then he never becomes it because, you know, so definitely a lot to go through there. I think one game is just fine on that, mm-hmm. but it could be a very deep game. And I don't have a problem with that having a super expensive edition to help pay for the licensing that the rich people can buy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As long as there's a model for the masses, I'm mm-hmm. happy because I'm the masses. Ah, but the thing is, the music can they get the music because that. Everything has a dollar amount, so I'm sure they could. I sure Do they want to so. pay for it? No. That's that's the rub right there. Maybe a sound alike. The <laughs> Simpsons do it all the time. Yeah, you could write up a jingle in five seconds, sell it to Stern for 50 bucks, and then we'll get the game made because they save so much money. Just give me the original theme, and I'll see how I can make it sound terrible. That goes to number three right there. Perfect segue. Oh, what's your number three? three? Bill and... Excellent! Bill and Ted. Yes. I want to see... Which movie? That's the thing. I want to see a Bill and Ted adventure. I don't really want to see a movie franchise, but they themselves have a really fun concept because the music of Bill and Ted is very much a period piece from, you know, kind of 80s and uh, 70s. I'm going to... Was that 89, that movie? I think it was 89, the original. And just just the music and the, uh, the little solos they do just call back to hair metal in some form or fashion. I feel like you can have a lot of fun with that, especially in musical cues. Um, I don't know what they do. I feel like you'd have to do something original. That would that'd make it fun. Why would you want to play through the movies when you can just watch them, in my opinion? Why don't you just have a new fun adventure? Where so just starring Bill and Ted, something with music, something Bill set in the late eighties, and they have their callbacks. You know and when you they do that. The yeah, that that little guitar sound. Mm-hmm. All you really have to do is have that. Excellent. Exactly. Sixty nine dudes. <laughs> dudes. <laughs> and those are the only two that they could buy. Yeah, three. They get those two. And lines. a George That's Carlin like word or two, <laughs> because even in you death, know on the rest old in peace, George Carlin. Point taken. You know, on the old games like Black Knight, uh-huh. have you heard of that one? 2000? Nope, before that, 1980s oh, okay. Black Knight. That, that is not up my alley. So they used to do speech was like eight words because speech was new then. Mm-hmm. Or maybe this is even a little order, older on Gorgar. Thank you. Gorgar. I that word. Uh, Gorgar. Mm. Where they'd have like these eight words that were synthesized, and then they just rearranged them to do the callouts. <laughs> Classic. You hurt Gorgar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Me the possibil- <laughs> the possibilities are endless. Gorgar, alive. <laughs> so they could do that when they can't afford the call-outs. They just get a small bank of words that they just rearrange. Rufus, excellent. There you go. But there's only three the words. The princesses. <laughs> excellent. The princesses. Socrates. Evilusses. Napoleon. Oh. Iggy Piggy. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, they have to have that part. Yeah. Okay, I'm just doing an excellent adventure. Okay. Bogus journey. Bogus journey. Okay. I haven't seen any but the first. Well. Available on YouTube videos right now for free. You're not actually missing much on number two, but it's still near and dear to my heart. How was number three? I haven't seen it. You've seen it, haven't you? I have not. <sighs> oh, I really have to we see it. We talked about it. We talked about it, but we all we ever told each other was we should see it. Hey, someday. Okay, so that was your number three. That was my number three. Your number three. My number three dates back. To 1979, I believe. His name is Weird Al. A Weird Al pin, but a little bit of UHF mixed in. Ooh, I like UHF. Because you got to have the Wheel of Fish. Mm. Even if you just have his goofy music, Wheel of Fish got to be in there for the match sequence. 
You lose. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. Stupid. You're so stupid. <laughs> when you don't match, I mean, that's a given. Oh, gosh, I love him. And then Spatula City. There's just one place to go for all your spatula needs. Spatula City. Spatula City. That also, I don't know, I haven't seen this movie in probably over 15 years, but we could watch it. I have it upstairs. After this? After this. All right, let's do it. Okay, we're right back from watching the movie now. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Keep oh, going. Come on, they would have believed that. No, they wouldn't. If there was no break. <laughs> Keep going. It's, that's how good the edit was. Oh, such a clear edit. Nice start. <laughs> okay, so that, I like his music. It's all about the Pentium. It's probably one of my favorite mm -hmm, mm -hmm. rock jams. And his newer stuff, when I say newer, I mean like 2000s and newer. <laughs> so new. So new. Mm. So safe. So, so cool. shiny. Safe. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. So all about the Pentiums. Then he did CNR for Charles Nelson Riley. Mm -hmm. Do you know who Charles Nelson Riley is? Mm -hmm. All right. He was on the match game. That's how I know him. But he was kind of a reoccurring. Okay. I still yeah. have nothing. Okay. Well, look him up later. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. Number three. I think that's all I have to say about Weird Al. I think the play field you've... Make it like any other rock pin, just a fast-flowing monster. Mm. Steve Ritchie can have this one. I could see it. I could see it. I just don't know how it would. I got nothing to say. Let's move on. Number okay. two. Number two. Number two. Okay, I'll do my number two. Mine is an original concept of office... What? Oh, oh. <laughs> office hijinks. Okay. Going kind of in the line of... Uh, Office Space, the movie, and The Office. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I think of right away? Sorry to interrupt. No, you, well, I don't know what you think of it. Okay. What do you? I think of the Lonely Island video, I'm the Boss. The Boss. Okay, great. I heard you. Bye. Like a boss. I've, I might have seen it once, and I, I don't have a friend. Oh, I thought once. you would have seen that. Okay. Well, okay. continue, continue. Continuing, I just like the idea of it's your last day working, or maybe you're just the type of person who just doesn't care about your office job. And you're setting up elaborate pranks that aren't dangerous, but they take multiple steps. And say you have a timer where you have to set up in the boss's room where he's going to sit. Something as dumb as a whoopee cushion. <laughs> or it could be elaborate. I don't know. But you have to do multiple different specific shots. And if you line up too many bad shots, you fail the the, the prank, prank you but lose, you lose the prank. Yeah, yeah, you lose the prank. You don't lose the game. The entire point is that you're still just a goofy office guy. And you're probably okay at your job, but you just want to have a little bit of fun. How would you channel that into something more mainstream? So, so I'd say the idea is you have a mission-based structure where <laughs> you have to choose your mission, and it goes all out with the spy music and spy okay. theme because spy hard with spy weird hard. could be the the intro. Spy I don't think they could get that. Maybe they could. Maybe they could. Uh, hmm. Who owns the rights? Probably Virgin Records. Regardless, I feel like something spy where the spy music starts up and you have to do a specific set of things. The boss is in the bathroom for the next two minutes. And Quick you text. <laughs> exactly. Or if you work in retail, you're probably familiar with walking to the cooler or freezer to check on something. I've, uh, I've done that a few times, yes, in my previous jobs. I won't say where. But I have been to the freezer to do some texting. I mean, this I, before I had a cell phone, I used to just call up my friends on the the landline that the restaurant had, and then because it was so slow, I would just sit on the floor mm. with the phone and talk for hours. Wasn't that bad? <laughs> 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 That's pretty bad. 
Oh, kids. Uh, Teenagers. To be young and stupid. You just don't care about your job. No, you don't. And and now we're old now. Maybe you are. I'm... <laughs> You're two days older, champ. Oh. Okay, okay. Oh, no one, no one mentions that ever. Come oh, on, come on. Good. Number two, number two. What's your number two? My number two is your number three. It's Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. What? what? See that? <laughs> Look, I'm ruffling paper. Look at that call out right there. So we already talked about this. We kind of did. So I'm gonna have to defer to you. Oh, you might as well. Number one. Dun, 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 I'm really excited for this. I'm really game. excited for this. Now, oh. I was thinking about this. A franchise where you have to build something. I thought about this because of, was it Bride of Pimba, where you build the Bride you of Builder. Pimba? Yeah. It's a fun concept. That's a fun concept. I feel like you could flesh out better. I didn't really care much for Bride of Pimba, but I like the concept. Power Rangers. Mike no. Morphin. Yeah. Because it has that. I'm thinking about from my childhood. The the old theme, the first Power Rangers. I don't know how many iterations there are. So for folks at home, what era is this? Approximately. Oh gosh, this is uh, this like ninety six maybe. Okay, ninety five, ninety six, probably about mid there. to late nineties. Mid to late nineties. Okay, where there's that budget. theme it's still really really well done i listened to it recently and it still slaps the idea is you have that awesome theme and i thought about this i was thinking maybe transformers because of that concept but the problem is transformers is a franchise that's still hot and super expensive to get and already been done and already have they yes okay uh (laughs) power rangers is a theme that hasn't been done i feel like it's tried to make a resurgence and it never never landed I feel like if they did something along the lines of Ninja Turtles where they just cut back to the original, you know, what people think of when they think of Ninja Turtles is back to the 90s. Have you seen the 2020 Ninja Turtles game? Is it based on the 90s or is it based on the new stuff? It is kind of based on the 90s Mm -hmm. with a changed remixed intro theme, I believe. And instead of using the cartoon clips, they did CGI gross garbage. No, and I don't like that. But it's based on the episodes of the original. Okay. And they don't have they might have me on the charm factor because I want charm. That's what I want. It, so I the think entire it's idea, pretty good. it's pretty good. Is I want Rita Repulsa, who is the main villain of Power Rangers, to do ah, I'm free, and oh. every single episode is Mark the exact vibes here. same thing. <laughs> I haven't rewatched. I really should rewatch for how cringe it is. But I know that Rita Repulsa wants to take over the Earth, so she makes a clay figure so dang well, and then she makes clay putty figures, and. She turns that clay figure into a monster and says, hey, monster, go down and destroy those Power Rangers. And so the monster goes down, starts wreaking havoc. Then these teenagers who live in Angel Grove have a nice old time. Then they get called by Zordon. There's a problem. Go there. Okay, we're going there. They go there and they, you know, only do so well. And then they're like, we got to turn to Power Rangers. And they turn to Power Rangers and they don't really wear flattering materials. But you know what? That's the charm of it. They scream out four prehistoric animals and then they turn into the power rangers they fight and then they fight the monster and then there's always enough tension to where the monster grows big because rita can't make good enough monsters out of he's a very good clay artist she really should have gone to clay artistry but she decided to take over the world with her clay creations and then she sends down her staff the monster grows big and they're like oh 
We need to make a Megazord. And that's the concept I love for center play, is you need to make a Megazord. You're fighting a monster. You fight the putties. You fight whoever it's going to be. And that monster grows, and you have to assemble the Megazord, which is essentially a knockoff of Transformers, where the five Zords come together and form into the Megazord. So I like the idea of you build it, and then you have the monster in the center, and then you fight it with your Megazord, and then just rinse and repeat and whatever. It sounds fun. You've noticed I've been pretty quiet on this one. Because mm-hmm, I've never seen an episode. Oh my gosh, no. So I didn't. Sheltered. I didn't pay attention to that so during sheltered. the nineties. Come on, no. <laughs> Uh, well, I was watching Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold is after the Power Rangers. Oh, you were lucky. You had cable. But I love that just that concept. I love that theme. And the call-outs are pretty great, too. The original Rita Repulsa voice actress, I want her voice. It cannot be that much. It's owned by Saban, who is owned by who knows now. It's, it's traded hands a few times, I believe. Well, as Ben Heck would say, this is a good theme for millennials. And he thinks that's I, the hot market to go for now because they go to the barcades. Well, I, would a, do well I guess location. I am a millennial, but I hate, I hate that term so much. Well, it's just accept it. If you're born 1981 to approximately 1996, you're a millennial. <sighs> yeah. Guilty, right? Guilty as charged. Mm-hmm. You are too, you know. I understand that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to say yes, but, but you know, I'm kind of... You're number one. Go! My number one... Is probably a lot of people's number one, and it's the rumored next game from Stern Pinball, the one and only Brian Eddy masterpiece to be t- Back to the Future. Oh, right. You, you did talk about this, I think, on your last episode. I may have mentioned that I was interested in that game on a rumor. I think you went a bit more than interested. I mean, you talked about the three talk- different movies. The third movie I didn't even watch, and I know the concept, and it's... It's not, not as bad if you rewatch it, as you may remember. <laughs> the train is cool. It's a Western theme. I mean, the only thing that kind of eh, is the ending where they're like, oh, now the train's the time I machine. feel like there were no trilogies from that period that actually were good. And I love Ninja Turtle live action. I, mm, mm. Mm, mm. That era, though. That, that wasn't from that era. Yeah, it is. Was it? 89. Die three? Die, well, started 89. Yeah, I know. I'm talking about the Back third. Back to the Future 3, 1990. It's close enough. Uh, that, that's kind of like Ninja Turtles 3, which is it's terrible, but I still have a soft spot for it. <laughs> what about Turtles 1 and 2? I like Turtles 1 and 2. I still feel like Turtles 1 actually can still stand up pretty well uh, as, a, as a campy movie. It's it's fun. It takes itself seriously. They've got good jokes still in it that do last. 2 is uh, kind of losing the Which concept. Which one has the song? Number 2 has uh, Ice-T, I believe. Go Ninja, go Ninja, ah, go. Go Ninja. You can tell I've never watched these either. <sighs> oh. Well, you're killing me on my 90s pop culture references. I know. Two peas in the pod with a divider. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, back okay. to the future here. We're almost out of time. Mm-hmm. But this game, as I said before, you obviously you're going to be going, I would think, to make the flux capacitor work, mm-hmm. something with that. And when you finally get it to work, there's going to be, if you remember the Adams Family, when you get the multiball, it kind of goes nuts, lightning, thunder, and it's like, it's showtime. Oh, that's horrible. It says showtime. Sure and everyone, time. yes, with a little Asian accent there. Basically, some event where if you have the sound on, everyone in the room is going to look. Mm. Like, whoa, what did he just do? In a room full of pinball players, there's like, one game that's going to make you look. It's Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Marty, we've got to go back to the future. <laughs> Doc, why? 
I can't tell you now. Not enough time. <laughs> okay, let's think of movie one, right? They go back to 1955. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in the prior episode, I said you could maybe add chimes into the game. Okay. For simulating that era. Or mm-hmm. you could do on the Beatles, they did digital chimes, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Could do something like that. You know, you got this Enchantment Undersea dance. You've got the guitar playing. Mm-hmm. You got the iconic, listen to this phone call. You know that new sound you're looking for? I wouldn't include that. I don't feel like that's fair. I'm just thinking what I remember about the movie. Well, I, I know, but in terms of what it actually represents, it's kind of. Well, but, well, how would eh. that represent on the playfield? Who it. knows? Who knows? I just don't really like that. I hope there's a DeLorean on the playfield. <laughs> the gullwing doors. I take that a DeLorean. Open, that's that fine. open for ball locks. One locks on the left, one locks on the right. Mm-hmm. Multi-ball pops open the doors and they just fly out. So three ball, multi-ball. There you go. Physical ball locks. Stern, do let's that. do this. I don't have the money to buy it, but I may. I think I can make 59 easy payments for one. 59 easy. Uh, just don't have Johnny be good on there, please. Go, Johnny, go, go, go. Johnny be good. We need Johnny be good. He needs no introduction. Hoverboards? Hoverboards. Is that number two? That was number two. I'm just wondering if you that has Jaws in number two, if you recall. I, I'm just recognizing. And I that remember is a very, nothing about number two. Okay. Well, Jaws is another top requested pinball theme, and that's in Back to the Future. So it'd be kind of cool. Hey, they made Jaws because they made a cameo appearance. Yeah, number two is kind of like our, you know, set in 2015. So it's kind of cool to see how they envisioned it. Obviously, with a bit of humor, how they envisioned it. But they got something. As long right. as they have charm, they don't make it too new age. Because that's, that's what I feel like they lost on the new Black Knight. All the charm on the new Black Knight is lost. Yeah, they added swords now. Or not swords, like, um, wow, I'm drawing a blank. Monsters you battle. Oh, come on. It's it's you against the Black Knight and have that well, awesome. The, the idea is now your Black Knight has an army of monsters. Mm. They're still behind him. Mm-hmm. But you got to fight them before you can get to But I'm mixed on that game, too. It's It, it lost the, the charm. To me, it didn't quite fulfill what I thought it would be. You could do it. You could do it. I know. Will you challenge the Black Knight again? Well, that about wraps it up for our top yeah, five I think it does. I dream think it does. themes. Ten themes we just listed, actually nine. Did you? Do you have a change of heart? A change of heart of my five? No, no. I think my five are good. I'm kind of leaning now. Maybe I don't like this order as much. Well, I just kind of guessed in my order, and I, I think I like my order based on what I guessed. I Honestly, I think Harry Potter's dropping down a dropping little bit. Down. And and uh, Bill and Ted might be bumping up, and mm. Napoleon Dynamite's definitely bumping up for me. I mean, eh, I think mine are fine. I would, I, it'd be fun to see Pokemon a bit higher, but you know what? These are just five ideas that may never see the light of day because right. they're just this is free ideas. product research. This for is Stern this pinball, is American pinball. Please make these games. Jersey Jack pinball. Please. Spooky pinball. Please. Chicago Gaming Company. Mm. Anyone? Bueller. Huh, Ferris expanded. Bueller. How did I not think of that? Ooh. All right. That wraps up this episode two of the Totally Pinball Podcast or Totally Pinball Podcast. Now, I want to leave on one final note. I have some advice for Deep Root Pinball. Deep Root needs to emulate Spooky, and they need to just realize that they're the small fish in the big sea. I want to hear on their next update that they've been working hard they have their UL, they have their CE certifications, and games are inbox. So this ending credit song 
goes out to Deep Root Pinball.